Boston College needed a lot of help in the transfer portal, and it takes baby steps, and they took another baby step on Tuesday. We'll get into what that is, how that affects the roster on today's show. You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome. This is Locked On Boston College. I'm your host, AJ Black. I'm the editor and publisher of 247's Eagle Insider. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150. If your team wins, visit fanduel.com slash locked on to get started. So transfer portal news. It is we 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 sit on 247. We call it transfer palooza because it's nuts. As someone who covers this team who's watching all the ins and outs of all this. And I'm sure the, the staff would say this as well. It's crazy. The amount of players going in, it was over 2000 last I checked. And I think it, and that was a couple days ago. It's probably even bigger than that. But for Boston college, the, the, the stakes are even higher this year because Jeff Halfley has said in his press conference last week, as he prepares for the Fenway bowl, that this transfer portal is going to be critical for him because he needs to get players that are established and developed to play and fill out his depth chart. He can't go into 2024 with red shirt, freshman, freshman, you know, like a couple of years ago, he was very excited about those types of players playing. He can't risk that. We saw what happened at the end of 2023 where you're playing true freshman out there and it, and it's, and it gets ugly. So you have to go out and you need to find guys. He started off with Kamari Morales, a, a tight end from UNC. Uh, when you're losing George Takis, that's a big, big get. He's a guy that's played for a long time for the Tar Heels. You're getting an established tight end to go along with Jeremiah Franklin. Good move to start off. But for me, when I look at this team, when I look at the biggest issue Boston College has heading into the 2024 season, we're not even done with 2023. It's the defense. The defense has a lot of get, a lot of holes on it, right? And I look at the secondary specifically as an area I'm very concerned about. Now, a lot of those areas were patched up because, you know, Elijah Jones had a very good season when he was there. And I don't know what happened to him. But he he leaves and all of a sudden you're looking at a crew of underdeveloped underclassmen, right? Of guys that we have not seen. And they got exposed against Virginia tech, even against Pitt, lowly Pitt, who was what two and eight when they beat BC and then Miami just, just, you know, they made them look foolish. Now you go into this off season, <clears throat> John pupil graduates less said that, but less said there, the better. I mean, he, he had some, his moments and it was great to see a nice come from uh, a kid from Dartmouth come up. But you, I think you need some more athleticism at that safety position than what maybe he gave you this year. CJ Scales is in the transfer portal. You lost your five, six cornerback. I, you know, no offense to the kid, but whatever he finds, hopefully he finds what he's looking for. I went into this transfer portal. I've heard buzz that BC's going over 15 transfers in this class. They had 10 last year. So they're going big. And I looked and said, they need at least four defensive backs for the class of 2024. 
in the transfer portal, not full freshmen. Well, on Tuesday, they landed their first. And it's a local kid that played at Georgia State. Georgia State, um, I think it's part of the Atlantic Sun division. And his name is Bryquis Brown. And he is a defensive back. I believe he's a cornerback uh, who has five interceptions during his time with the Panthers. And he he gives you an, a need. You're going to need safety help. You're going to need cornerbacks as well. This is a kid that's a graduate student. He has one more year of eligibility left. And he wants a chance to come back and play. He's from Dorchester, which is a cool story in itself. I'm sure the, the Globe and Herald are going to have a field day with that when they find that out. Um, the Herald might take Paya until October to figure that out, but that's a whole other story. Um, <clears throat> but Bryquise is... A, a big need because you're going to go into next year. You have Elijah Jones is gone. So you're going to have Amari Jackson as your top cornerback. You put him out there, you know, as a boundary corner along with Bryquise. That's good. And I talked to Mitch Wolf, who, who isn't on the show today, but he said, yeah, you could, you could go in with Jackson and Brown as your two outside cornerbacks. You might want to get more. And that, I think that is, is where the story goes, right? BC needs depth. Brown is a solid depth player. Some of the guys and players that we've seen them linked with at corner might be better fits to be your every down defensive back, but that should not discredit what you're getting with Brown. Because if you remember some of the better secondaries that BC has, if you go back a couple of years, remember what Jeff Halfley was doing. He was cycling in guys in and out over and over and over again. So he had different guys coming in. That's the depth that you want. You want to be able to, like, if a guy gets gashed, you have this guy that can come in. If you have a certain package, you want this guy coming in. That's what I think is important. So maybe Brown is more of that kind of role. And that's that's perfect, right? He's going to get his snaps. He's going to get his playing time. But maybe there's a bigger name out there. I can tell you from what I know, and I... I said on yesterday's episode, the transfer portal is a lot weirder and a lot more secretive than recruiting. The BC had a lot of secondary players, players in the secondary on campus last week. And they've been linked with even more. I mean, just today they were linked with a few more. This is an area that BC is focusing hard on because they want to give those freshmen and sophomores and even redshirt sophomores, guys that have been there for a couple of years, they want to give them a chance to marinate, a chance to to develop, to get to that level where they can play. You, The last thing that Jeff Halfley needs in a critical year against a very tough schedule is a, a, a back, you know, a back defensive group of guys that are, are playing on the, on the seat of their pants because they just don't, they're just learning on the fly. You want players that have done this before, that have, ha- have the experience, and that's exactly what Bryquise Brown does now fam like just a little background knowledge on Brown, his brother, uh, Bruce Brown plays for the Indiana Pacers. Again, I said, he's from Massachusetts. He's from Dorchester. It's a cool story. It's a nice get, not like anything that's going to light the world on fire, but it's a nice get. And speaking of lighting the world on fire, there's still there's I, I, okay. So I put out a crystal ball for 24 recruit. That's out there. If you're an Eagle Insider member, you know exactly who I'm talking about. And and if you're not, sign up. 
You can get in for like 50 bucks for the entire year. You get all my inside knowledge. You get to play these little fun games with me where I, I do things like this. I'm also telling you, I, I did. Um, if you follow me on Twitter, folks have been seeing it. And I'm going to tell you, I'll tell you because you're my fans too. If you see me posting a wire uh, GIF, I, I had Omar up a couple days ago, McNulty. Today I have uh, Brother Mazone. That means something's happened. That means either a transfer or a recruits coming up. So you saw Brother Mazone. That means there's something happening and there is a crystal ball. Those are two different things that are coming up. And I'm going to tell you right now, spoiler alert, one of them is big. It's a, you're going to like this. And I can't wait to talk about it when, when it breaks. So check that out. And if you see the, if you see the, the wire gifs, I want you guys as my listeners here on locked on BC retweet that. Uh, I want to get this moving. Remember, I remember when BC used to do it. I don't know why the staff doesn't anymore. It used to be a fun thing for the, for the fans to do. Like remember when Joe Sullivan, who used to be the player director uh, would do the Rick Ross gifs and everyone would get all excited about that. It's kind of gone quiet and every school does it. You know, no NC state does their red, uh, the red, uh, uh, was it the watch light or whatever they have, you know, every school has and pit it is for pit. I, I feel like it's something missing. And if the staff doesn't want to do it, fine. I will do it. I will get you guys excited about recruiting. I will get you guys excited about transfers. So check me out on Twitter at AJ black two, four, seven. And when you see this stuff, Get excited about it because good stuff is happening for Boston College. And you guys want good news, right? Well, there's my rant. In a moment, we're going to go into the depth chart. I want to talk about this Fenway Bowl. We're getting a cup, we're a couple weeks away, and we're going to look at where some areas are that um, BC has some, some areas of concern because there's been a lot of movement, whether it's injuries or transfer portals. And I'm going to get into some of the areas I'm really kind of worried about going into this bowl game. We will get into that in just a moment. Now, FanDuel is when you get the weather colder and everything is, you know, you guys are inside and you're watching those football games. FanDuel is the place to go this holiday season. Right now, new customers can get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over and unders, and more. If you were outside the state of Massachusetts and you saw that money, the 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 over, not the over under the spread at six and a half for St. John's. And you're saying, ha, no, Rick Patino's not beating Earl Grant. You got it on that money line. You're, you're, you got yourself some extra Christmas gifts there. So head on over to FanDuel right now. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season with FanDuel, the official sports partner of the NFL. Locked on BCAJ Black. Now, if you are a listener of this podcast, you know that I am the editor and publisher of Eagle Insider. We are the biggest BC community out there in terms of our message board, uh, paying subscribers. We have everything. And I built up a staff that includes Beacon Street Ball, Mitch Wolf, um, BC Hockey Blogger. I've got Kate Otis covering women's basketball. You got everything here. And right now, if you want to get all the good stuff, all of the the insider knowledge, 50% off, sign up today. 
I'm giving you all sorts of nuggets on recruiting and transfers. You get Beacon Street covering up every basketball game with stats and analysis you ain't going to find anywhere else. And of course, Mitch, you guys have been listening to this podcast. You know what Mitch knows. It's it's an easy deal. Take advantage of this right now. Go over to Eagle Insider and sign up. Now, the Fenway Bowl is going to be happening on December 28th in Boston. It's a home game for the Eagles, basically. But I, I, on, I did a little exercise with myself. I looked at the, the depth chart of the NIU game to start the season off. And I went through and st- used basically like a highlighter in my brain and crossed off all the guys that are gone, whether it's from injuries, other reasons, or the transfer portal. And I used the NIU game because the staff never changes the trans- <laughs> They never change to the depth chart between week one and week 13 unless something weird happens. And Thomas Castellano starting was the only thing I can think of the reason they changed it. But you I mean you go to the the Miami game and they have Ryan O'Keefe listed as a starting wide receiver, and you guys all knew he was going to play. Pat Caro was still on there. George Takis was on there. Point being, they don't ever they don't ever change it. So I wanted to look at it, and, and I don't even know if they'll change it for the bowl game. I wonder if Ryan O'Keefe will be listed as a starter. They'll have all the transfers on there. But I was looking at some of the positions, and I was going, hmm. They're really, really, really thin there. And here's some of the positions I looked at and went, this, is, this isn't good. First of all, we said the secondary. That's the biggest one right now. When you're playing an offense like SMU, SMU has a very good offense. And yes, they're playing with the backup quarterback. And we'll get into more of the ins and outs of what they do. I'm looking more at what BC does. And I'm worried about where the secondary is going to be. You're not playing with C. You're losing. So just from two weeks, three weeks ago, you no longer have your best cornerback. Elijah Jones is gone. You don't have your you don't have your nickel cornerback. CJ Klingscale is gone. You have Jalen Cheek. I have no idea what's going on with him. And if you ask the staff, they're probably hopeful he'll be back. That's usually what we'll hear, right? No clue what's going on there. So that's three of your top defensive backs that are probably going to miss the Fenway Bowl. Not good. That means you're going to probably be going with Amari Jackson. And and if you guys can see it, I'm doing like a shoulder shrug, like Max Tucker. I I, I don't know. I don't know who they're gonna play. <laughs> Kari Johnson. They got they've the secondary is concerning. They need they that is one position. I'm like I don't know how they're gonna be able to cover for the lack of depth that they have there. That that going in and that's why I said for the first segment, like they've got to address this in the transfer portal because they need guys fast next year. The second position that I'm worried about or concerned that they don't have a lot of depth is the running back position. Now, you don't have to have technically a ton of running backs, but you also got to cross your fingers and your toes that Kai Robichaux stays healthy because Kai Robichaux is your basically your whole game right now on the on the ground other than Thomas Castellanos. Robichaux has is a big, tough, he's a big, tough dude, right? But he's also been banged up quite a bit. How many, he missed games for a variety of injuries because he plays a big physical running game. And that means after that, you you have Alex Broom, and there's me again with my shoulders up going, I, I don't know, after that. <laughs> Are you going to play Dottrell Jones? I, because you lost Cam Barfield, Patrick Garwo, Xavier Coleman, and Andre Hines. That leaves you with Broom, Robichaux, Dottrell Jones, who has never played. So who knows what you're getting with that. And Jackson Treister, who 
Um, I've, I've seen play probably for the last, like, it feels like eight seasons as their backup, like their, their walk on running back. So for that position, I'm worried, but you could scrap by if Robichaud stays healthy, but when he needs his breaks and yeah, running backs need their breaks. They're going to tap their helmets. They're going to want to come on out. What do you do there? <laughs> broom broom has been okay. So hopefully he can do it, but that man, that position is thin too. And then finally, my other, you know, you look at linebacker, linebacker, you should be okay with Cam Arnold, Davion Crouch, and Vinny De Palma. It's not the most talent, you know, it's not like the uh, uber talented group, but it's like, it's a group that you've been running with. The other position that I look at and go, oof, if something happens, we're in trouble, is quarterback. You got Thomas Castellanos. Then what? Emmett Moorhead's gone. You don't have Emmett Moorhead for this game. Do you go with Jacoby Robinson? I know a lot of fans are very excited to see him, but we haven't seen uh, the last I saw him was he had one really good run during the spring game and then looked really, really raw. Every other play he went back there. He was like, he's 18. I, I honestly, I, I have BC as a huge underdog in this game just to begin with. But if Thomas Castellanos was a hurt, there's no chance BC wins this other than if Robinson can just hand the ball off and hope Robichaud can kind of move the ball. So those are my three big positions, running back quarterback and secondary. And now that I say those out loud, that's very concerning. The BC has a lack of depth. We'll talk to Mitch Wolf of Eagle insider in the next week or so to talk about maybe some things that he knows about SMU. And we're going to have the editor of two, four sevens SMU site on to talk a little bit more about what they're going through because it's not just the injuries are a BC thing. I, I feel like I feel like BC gets banged up way more than they should, but the transfer portal's not everyone's having issues with the transfer portal. So it'll be interesting to hear what SMU is dealing with, because I don't even want to go over players because there could be things I don't even know about that's happening with, with the Mustangs that uh, could, could affect their play against Boston college. Now, I want to tell you a little bit about LinkedIn. LinkedIn, when you're looking for hiring for your small business, you want to have hire as many top candidates as possible to interview. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn is everything, right? So if you're looking for an advertiser, like if you're in marketing and you're looking for someone that's really good with graphic design, you have specific needs that you're looking for. You just put that into your job profile because LinkedIn isn't just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. Hiring is easy. And when you have that many qualified candidates, it's very easy. So in fact, so easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and may not have time or resources to hire. Thankfully, with LinkedIn, the process is intuitive, quick, and easy. They even have launched a feature that helps you write quick job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. This is Locked On BC AJ Black, and we're just going to do some news items because there has been so much going on in a, a variety of sports uh, that I haven't had a chance to get to because football football rules the roost. Unfortunately, I saw someone give me um, a comment that said, "Like you talk about basketball more." I've had Beacon on, and I'm sure I'm going to have him on again by the end of this week. Uh, but football always does numbers. Hate it or love it, 
this is a business I do here, folks. I, I run a business and I got to do what people want to listen to. And it's usually football talk, but I do want to talk about some of the other sports. So as I said, hockey, big game, big win over Providence. They're on a break for a while. So you got to feel good where the hockey team is right now because they're playing exceptional. They're one of the best teams in the country. And, uh, you know, when you, when you leave it by beating a team like Providence, a top 10 team, you just feel good where this program is going. Now the world juniors are coming up, um, at, at the end of their breaks, there's a couple guys, um, that could be missing at the end of that. That could impact some of the games that they're playing. So that'd be something worth watching. Now, Friends of the Heights. We had Tom Devitt on here a couple year, a couple months ago, talking about the new NIL initiative to, to Friends of the Heights that um, is is trying to raise money for NIL efforts through BC. Because as we've seen, that's a huge thing, right? And it's been critical in keeping guys like Zay Flowers, Quentin Pose, Christian Mahogany, Diamond Azaraku on campus with the funds that they do bring in. Right now, Friends of the Heights is doing a matching campaign, and I just wanted to bring it up because. Folks have always complained about like losing guys and whatnot. This is a chance for you to put your money where your mouth is, right? They're matching donations that you're bringing in through Friends of the Heights with a goal of a million dollars. I this is this is a chance for BC to to really step up their NIL game. Yeah, they're not going to do the same as as Miami and whatnot. But the more stories you hear about the more you hear that like other than like elite quarterbacks or elite wide receivers, a lot of these month, these numbers that you're hearing for players are grossly exaggerated. The money is funny money. and doesn't really exist. So BC can still cr- uh, carve a niche out in the NIL market. And you guys can help out with that. Go to friends of the Heights, check out their work because you know, as this year goes on, like guys like Thomas Castellanos, if he has a better season, if he, you know, continues to improve, you're going to want to make sure you keep him here. And friends of the Heights is going to be a major factor in that. And then finally, uh, t- uh, transfer portal news. If we just bring this up T- Taji Johnson, this wasn't worth the whole segment. Taji Johnson, uh, who was a Danny Werfel finalist for his community service work. He did a ton of work on campus. I, and I think it dwarfs what he did on the field, which is not a knock on him. And I'm sure he would love to hear that his work is more important than the work on the field. Uh, he's entered the transfer portal. And I, <laughs> what can you say about Taji Johnson? Other than he's a great human being who did a ton of stuff on campus, uh, a lot of with like um, racial equality and things like that on campus. I know he had like um, it, some of the initiatives that he created were super big with um, some of the programs that went on at Boston college. Um, and then the other part of him, I, I will always remember Tachi Johnson for is he was like the spring practice warrior, like in, in practice warrior, every single practice, at least for the last three years, you hear stories and see pictures of Taji Johnson making these incredible catches. Um, and it never really translated on onto the field. Cause you know, he did play this year, but it was in a limited role. He, you know, he was almost like, I think he played a lot of like, you know, interior uh, tight end type roles and like he never really became the the pass catching threat that i thought he would turn into um he's got some mac offers already so that's good for him i saw sheeta salah was offered by indiana patrick garwo has been offered by umass which we talked about you know along with xavier coleman and um jaden williams but he also got offered by nevada as well um the last thing i want to mention women's basketball clobbered 
Stonehill today. I think it was tripled them up. It was like 108 to like 38 or something like that. Like unbelievable win. Yeah. Well, unbelievable win against Stonehill. Like what, what do you get out of that? But just the, you know, they've scored over 90 points, I think in three straight games. So nice win for the Eagles there. Now we'll be back again tomorrow. As I said, I'm holding on to some news and unfortunately some of it I can't give out because you know, they want to keep it on the down low, but I'm telling you folks, get ready. It's exciting. Follow me on Twitter at AJ black two, four, seven. Again, I said, I will be teasing stuff there. If you want to know what it is, come on out and head us over to Eagle insider as well. And if you like this podcast, like, and subscribe where we get your podcast. If you're listening on YouTube, hit the like button right now before you leave. It does help us out tremendously. It's a really quick and free thing you can do to help us out. This is Locked On Boston College. We'll be back again tomorrow for Locked On BC, your team every day.